up, everybody? It's your boy, Eric, a.k.a. The Small Town Loser, a.k.a. Higher Thinking. Now, for y'all who don't know me, I'm just a small town loser here in Idaho just trying to make something to influence y'all the best way that I can. Um, thus being said, I'm just about positivity, man. I'm trying to do my best to make something happen for y'all to think a different way. I feel like there's so much negativity around life and especially now with all the COVID stuff happening and things going on, I just want to try and give y'all a more positive platform so that we can go in into that route. Thus being said, man, uh, I feel like personally, there's a lot of stuff going in where people are trying to get out of the simple mundane box that we have in life. Um, A lot of people just want to just play it safe. They go to college. They get themselves a degree. They try to go and find a good job. And then from there, they just live their life. They have kids and they go on to do whatever it is that they do. And then you die. I don't want to do all that, man. Like, (laughs) I mean, dying is inevitable, you know. But in reality, like, I want to take life in the best aspect that I can. Thus being said, uh, that's why I'm a rapper, you see how nobody supported that? It's just is what it is. <laughs> nah, that's being said, man. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that being a rapper is so freaking hard and it's so draining at times, but, but it's so amazing at the same time because you have this sort of like, I'm not going to say control, but you have this energy that like when you're up there performing and you're doing everything and you're, you're making your music happen and you're. You know, you can you can sit there and like control this crowd and uh, everybody just has this energy together and you have this uh, type of I don't want to say control, but it's just like this, uh, you know, I can't think of a better word. So control uh, of the crowd and the energy and the movement and they can share this experience with you. It's so beautiful, man. I love it. And for me, it's like the best thing in the world. Um that's me sad, man. Like, there's a lot of stigmas, though, that come with it. Like, when you tell people, oh, yeah, I'm a rapper, they automatically just assume you're, like, some loser who probably sells drugs and uh, doesn't, like, really apply himself into education and life and then you just quit. No. Don't do that. That's not true. There was a lot of people out there that work themselves a 9 to 5 that uh, <clears throat> push everything that they can and then invest the night to their music and their craft and to uh, promote and whatever else. A lot of people don't realize there's a lot of work and a lot of things that go into becoming a rapper to really get themselves out there. And uh, people just automatically assume like you ain't going to succeed. Nobody believes in you. Nobody wants anything to happen because they are trying their hardest to really judge you based off their life and their lifestyle and what they find comfortable for themselves, not for you. So you got to really push yourself out of that stigma. And uh, a lot of people don't realize that they just think you're going to be like some sort of like arrogant asshole who just like doesn't care. And it's just ridiculous. I hate it. I hate that, that part of it. And then like the egos that come with being a rapper and, uh, (sighs) Not everybody's like that. And that's what I'm saying. These stigmas, these like black marks or whatever you want to call it in your file of life. uh, It's ridiculous. Like don't even pay attention to them. Don't try to like make that be a real thing. It's crazy, man. Um, 
thus being said, bro, like, it's just wild. But like for my music, what I do personally, uh, it's all positive uh, life experiences, things along those lines. Sometimes like being positive doesn't mean that you're just happy 100% of the time. Like I have some music in there that's kind of more like emotional, you know, and like I talk about like my personal life and my uh, vulnerableness. Uh, thus being said, uh, that's kind of what I do because I want you guys to all share my experience with me and possibly get like a different outlook on the same situation. I feel too many of us are really trying to get this cookie cutter image of life. And um, I don't feel like I've ever been that type of person. Personally, uh, I kind of grew up in California a lot of my life, <clears throat> like probably, I don't know, the first 13 years of my life. So they kind of have a certain aspect of like how you dress, what you do, uh, who you hang around with says a lot about life, whatever, whatever. And I just never been that person. I've never been like, okay with somebody telling me how I need to think or what I need to do. I just don't see it that way. I don't know. It's just me personally. So I make my music based off that, off my experiences, how I see things and what I do. And for those who don't know, that's what higher thinking is truly about. It's not about seeing something head and taking it head on. It's about stepping back looking at the bigger picture and finding that type of move or that that choice, that decision that's really going to be more beneficial in the long run, not necessarily just to get through this obstacle right here in front of you. That's being said, <clears throat> that's just kind of what higher thinking is about. If you're a higher thinker like me, then you are my kind of people, man. That is the truth. I love people. I love listening to other people and like how they go about life, what they do, how they act, what their life is truly about. You know what I mean? And so I always like to sit and just talk to random people. I know my mom always taught me like, hey, don't talk to strangers. But I'm like, dude, strangers have like the coolest stories. Because when you hang out with people, like obviously, you know, their stories, some of them, obviously, we don't know 100% of everything of everybody, right? Uh, but for me, it's like getting to know people like that. And to to really see how people are, you know, because the more that you learn from other people, the more of a open mind you're going to have and the more choices that you're going to have as far as like how you can react to somebody, because now you know how more people um, react to certain situations. I don't know. That's just how I think if I'm wrong, you know, I'm wrong, you know, make sure that you guys put some comments in there, uh, make sure that you guys are interacting stuff like that just so that you guys can so i can learn from y'all too i'm always happy to talk with y'all y'all can always just message me on facebook twitter um heck i even got snapchat uh yeah so i'm everywhere just hyr thinking i'll be there thus being said man <sighs> being a rapper is crazy but i feel like battle rapping is so much I don't want to say challenging, but it's so different. It's so demanding. It's so competitive, but it's so amazing. And I love it. It's weird, dude. It's this love hate relationship that I have with battle rapping. And I just started like two years ago, but it's so rewarding because it's new. Like I've been rapping for like 13 
yeah, 13, 14 years. And I mean, like getting on stages, singing to people, doing it big, you know, like I was supposed to go on tour this year, uh, but <laughs> lovely, lovely COVID uh, decided to stop everything. And, you know, obviously wear your mask, protect your health, all that good stuff. Um, it's just because of all that happening, all the bars shut down from, and we were planning to go to, uh, Idaho, Oregon, Washington, and then end in Montana at Tife. Um, but unfortunately it didn't happen. Uh, things went on, you know what I mean? COVID shut everything down. A lot of the bars were closed, closed. So they didn't want to like, you know, you can't really have a concert at a closed bar. Thus being said, so, you know, me, Ace Flow, Dirty Shirt, Zero, we were all bummed, but you know, health is way more important than just getting our music out. And, uh, so thus being said, you got to go with the common, the, the greater good in that aspect. So thus being said, it kind of got me more focused into the battle rap side of things. And, uh, cause you can even battle rap like online shout out to the, uh, UBL online and, uh, Shout out to 5150 Battle Leagues. Go ahead and check those guys out as well. Uh, but being a battle rapper, man, like, it's so crazy. You stand up on stage and you write angry poetry to the person in front of you. And you try to, like, belittle them and make yourself the better writer in that sense. Uh, it's crazy because, like, you're sitting here belittling this person like literally trying to like tarnish him in every way possible that you possibly can but then when everything's said and done there's so much love in the community everybody's just like oh we got all our aggression out yo what's up bro yo what's good what's good blah 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 blah. oh yeah let's roll up a blunt let's drink whatever you know like let's kick it let's talk about this what's your next move or who you battling next whatever like people are so um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, they're so chill. Like, everything's so cool because the energy is, like, so up and, like, you're just like, ah, what? Yeah, you know? And, um, I feel like there's so many artists that come together because, like, we all, we all share that common, that common thing of battle rap and, like, we all know the, the amount of hard work that comes into it and the writing that you have to do, the studying, the, uh, the time you spend watching like URL battles and watching the greats battle and what they're doing and how they're uh, approaching certain uh, certain certain things and like how they work in those certain aspects. It's crazy, bro. Like the amount of work that goes into being a battle rapper and the cadences and the uh, the time promoting it's I feel it's way more demanding, but it's way more beneficial because it's so much easier to network between battle rappers. You can talk to like the big rappers, you know what I'm saying? Like Shotgun Sug or Twerk and um, Geechee Gotti, all those people. And you can like really like reach out to those kinds of people and those people will talk back and be like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Especially if you're already making somewhat of a name for yourself. Uh, networking is a lot easier because, you know, you're always reaching out to people in different states to come down and battle. So you can go and talk to this guy from California, another guy from New York, another one from Washington, Idaho, whatever, and kind of work something out that's beneficial to both parties. And then, you know, have a whole rap, a whole battle, I guess. Um, it's crazy, but you can really get yourself out there. I feel a lot easier 
but it's a lot harder to construct battle rap, especially if you were like a mixtape rapper first, because it's way different. The cadences are different. The uh, types of aggression is different. The you can't rely on like a beat to kind of help make the uh, more entertaining. So it's really just based all off you, your creativity, and how you construct your battle rap rounds. So it's just like, ah, you know? So it's really like you have to really challenge yourself. So for me, that's my biggest love about battle rap is that now it's all based on me and what I do and and memorization and really constructing a battle rap round to become more entertaining and more lively and making people watch and it's just it's beautiful i love it it's just so crazy to see these people just constantly do it and constantly like time after time after time just achieve and do and become better um i actually just started becoming a battle rapper like two years ago it started off with the uh, treasure valley battle leagues um some things kind of went on there you know it was good for a while it was there and then it kind of just uh, fell off. Um, there was like some type of like trouble between between artists, you know, because we're we're a couple. We're all narcissists. We all love to we all love ourselves, and the we really cherish the amount of work and effort that we all put in. And it's just kind of how it is, you know. We're all egotistical, but at the same time, it's like super chill. Um, but just in this situation, you know, everybody kind of decided to go their separate ways. The Eastern Oregon Battle Coalition started. And that's kind of where I'm at now is the Eastern Oregon Battle Coalition. So shout out to all of them. Um, if you guys don't know what the Eastern Oregon Battle Coalition is, then you need to take time out of your day to go search on YouTube, Eastern Oregon Battle Coalition. Go in there, check out all the battles we have. Shout out to the homie Aztec, Charlie Aztec Gonzalez. Shout out to you. Shout out to Psycho Flores. Uh, shout out to... Enzo the last like there's so many there's so many people that you need to go check out check out their battles um and go from there man like from there you can probably find the uh <clears throat> ABL battle league uh four MCs by MCs uh so many different artists man like I can't even explain to you how many leagues there are out there but there's a lot of cool ones that I network with and talk with who are amazing people thus being said for you to be able to network, for you to be able to be a rapper, for you to be able to be a battle rapper, do whatever, you have to put yourself out there, all right? No one is going to go looking for your music if they don't know who you are. A lot of times you can even share your music and no one's going to listen to it because they have no idea who the heck you are. You got to put yourself out there, all right? You have to be able to take those risks and to really dig deep into how you're going to market it if you're going to make funny memes or if you're going to like do whatever like you have to do it in a way to where it's going to be appealing and it's going to bring value to them for you it has nothing to do with me personally like i already did it i made the rap song and i shared it but you have to do things in a way that's going to make it entertaining and valuable for the people who are watching or the people who are listening the people who are doing you're never going to do any of that if you don't take the time to take yourself out of the equation and just think about your audience find that niche find the people who are going to do what they need to do to make things to to make it fun for them and that's really what it is you know and that's kind of the benefit from it all man like um 
Put your music out there. Be the one to really take the first stand and to really get it out there. You'll never learn more about yourself unless you really take the time to just put it out there and hope to interact with people, get people to look at it, and then take that constructive criticism to help better you and to just learn more about the different aspects of becoming that entrepreneur that you're looking to be. Thus being said, like for me personally... I think it's like the most scariest thing in the world to like make this song about whatever it is, like being so vulnerable and putting yourself out there and then just like having somebody be like, oh, I hate it. Oh, it sucks. But when you do that and you never know who it's going to help because it's not always the people who are vocal. It's the ones in the background who never really interact, but they're always like watching. Those are the people you're probably going to benefit most because like, it's crazy, man. It's just like the whole aspect of music and doing all these extra things is so beneficial and so lovely, but wow, because like the people in your circle are like going to be like the last people to ever really, uh, support you. It's always going to be like these weird people in the background who don't really interact with you. But like you're changing their life every time you drop a song. They're the ones sharing your music and like posting it to different people and friends like word of mouth. You know, it's crazy. I've had people I never talked to hit me up on my Facebook and just be like, yo, dude, you're so cool. And like, man, when you were doing this and this and this, when you were in high school selling your CD, like I was I was listening to it. I was loving it. And it really helped me get myself out of the out of the 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 process the mundaneness the the scariness or whatever of life and and you really helped me get through that because i wanted to quit or i wanted to do this like i've actually had people hit me up and were like eric you saved my life i was gonna kill myself but you you really you made this track and it made me did it made me feel like i wasn't alone and so bro like y'all need to be out there pushing your music and doing it because there's somebody out there waiting for you to help them without them even knowing that they needed you to be able to put themselves out there. I don't know, man. It's just something I was thinking about. Um, and honestly, like, it's true. Like, you really got to be that. You got to be able to put yourself out there. You got to get yourself into the right aspect to make, to help somebody, you know? Because you can't, what's the word? I'm, what's, what's the phrase that I'm looking at? Like, like, imagine being a lifeguard, right? And somebody's drowning in a pool, but like, what if you didn't put yourself out there as to be in a lifeguard? Like you're, you're just out there, like you're at the pool or whatever, but you're not even sitting poolside. You're like in the lobby, just doing your thing and like still dressed, not like nobody can know. Nobody knows that you're the lifeguard. You're just chilling. So they kind of just see you as like another person there. They're not going to call out for you and tell you, ask you to help save this person. They're just going to be like, they're going to be looking for that lifeguard to help them in that aspect. I I don't know. It's just something I was thinking of, but, uh, that's kind of the situation of it all, man. Like you can't save nobody. If you ain't going to be out there to help save someone, you know, if you ain't going to be in the same situation, you ain't putting yourself out there to be that, then you're not going to be able to help the next person, you know, but thus being said, um, you got to realize too, like, like becoming an entrepreneur of any kind, like not everyone is going to support you at first. So you got to be your biggest fan and you got to have that love for what you're doing to really fuel you to become 
the the maximum potential to to reach that maximum potential in your own in your own field uh for me for being rap and rap music like i have to be a fan of rap music and and really be a fan of myself and and uh push myself because i love doing it and i love being that that person and love reaching out to those people and to get the best that i can for y'all so it's kind of like that and me personally like i just really love to get to know people hence why i started this whole podcast was because i just wanted to get to know y'all by getting to know me you know what i mean it's not really about me personally it's really just about getting to know y'all and and to be able to help you guys to achieve that next level and not to be you know just somebody working at mcdonald's doing whatever I want you guys to really achieve that goal for you. And so you have to understand that not everyone's going to be your your biggest fan. All right. You got to learn to ignore haters, but you have to accept their constructive criticism when they have it. Because a lot of the people out there, man, they do not see your vision. They're judging your life or what you want to do with your life by looking at it through their cookie cutter image of what they find to be what's good for them. So remember that you're not going to, the last place that's ever going to really support you is home. You have to put yourself out there. You got to get it going. You got to be the one to love your music and bring that value so that other people can actually listen in and tune in and, and see the value that you see in yourself. So remember that, man, like if you're going to go out there and be the best you and do the best things for you and to really achieve the greatest uh, heights, then you got to be the one to do it and be your biggest fan and actually have love for what you're doing. Because if you don't, you're not going to really achieve. You're going to gas out. You're not going to be there. You know, you have to dig deep within yourself and you really got to be there for you. Um, Thus being said, man, you cannot, and I mean this, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot let your fears and insecurities stop you from obtaining those goals. Uh, Me personally, like starting this podcast is 100% truly terrifying. It's just me. Like I don't have like everybody in here. I don't have like six people to rely on for a podcast. It's just me. So like to do this and just to leave myself open for you guys is like a terrifying thing because I'm not the kind of person that likes to just share my whole life and everything else in that aspect but I want to show you guys that if you guys take the initiative to jump and to push forward regardless of how scary or insecure it may make you feel you have to just do it you're gonna fail you're gonna drop your you know, like your first couple songs, your first couple podcasts, your first couple anything isn't going to be that great. You know, we, it's just a harsh reality, but we can learn, we can do better, we can do more, we can get ourselves out there, but you have to not be afraid to do it. You have to ignore those insecurities a little bit and just do it anyways, you know, have these small goals and that's really what it is, like small goals. So like whatever it is that you want to do, make these small little goals that you have for yourself and then use those goals to to keep yourself entertained and keep yourself winning until you reach that bigger goal 
you know, because like, like for me personally, um, I just started working out like a couple months ago, which I need to get back to that. My bad, Kevin. Um, <laughs> and for y'all who don't know who Kevin is, yo, in uh, where I live at in my small town, which is in Weezer, Idaho, um, that's where I grew up at. I, I don't live in Weezer right now, but um, so in Weezer, there's this gym. It's called the Beyond Barbells Gym, which is like the coolest gym that I've ever been to. Um, it really makes me feel like I'm like 100% at a home environment rather than just being in like a gym, you know, like there's a lot of love. The people there work out together and like they, um, show you how to do certain workouts. It's not so cold. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of love in there. They want to see you succeed. They want to see you work out. They want to see, uh, the people that it attracts. You know, like, it's just all love. It's crazy. But um, this particular gym, like, I just started, like, working out in. I wanted to be, like, I wanted to be yoked. And I'm like, I want to get, you know, I want to bench, like, three, 400 pounds. And I want to do this and that and get all ripped and chiseled, whatever, right? And so uh, Kevin, when I first started, was like, yo, he's like, yo, you need to chill. Like, look, let's just learn the basics. Let's teach you how to do, like, certain lifts and certain, like, you know, exercises and stuff so that you can kind of get yourself in the right, you have the right tools basically to be able to do the job. So, um, when I started, I was like doing all this stuff and like trying to get all crazy and like trying to get all big, super fast. I didn't see all of the results that I wanted. And so those results that I, that I was looking at and looking for, like weren't coming at me. So I was being like super discouraged. So like my buddy Arturo that works over, or he doesn't work there, but he works out there. Uh, he, uh, he was just like, bro, you got to like little things, man. Like, yeah, like lifting big and stuff is great, but you're going to hurt yourself because you're going to be trying, trying, trying and like really wear yourself down. But if you really want like results, you need to start doing lighter weights. You got to start incorporating lighter weights and high reps within it and try to obtain these smaller goals to keep yourself interested. And so like, that's what I was, that's what I started doing. And I started noticing that I was getting better results doing it that way. And then also, of course, eating healthy and, uh, not eating so much, burning more calories than I was indulging, all that stuff. It all incorporates. So you got to learn to really get yourself these smaller goals to achieve and it can, it doesn't have to be one straight shot either. It could be like, yo, I'm going to learn how to do this. And like, you know, I'm going to buy my own microphone. Oh, cool. I got my own mic. Okay, now I'm going to buy my own uh, computer or I'm going to buy this or buy that. And slowly building it and slowly doing it and slowly getting yourself up there because there's no quick way to get in and and to become a rapper or there's no quick way to get in and be an entrepreneur of any way. Like you have to spend time, energy. There's going to be a lot of nights that you're going to skip out on the partying to become that awesome artist that you want to be. There's going to be a lot of times you're going to skip out on fun, quote unquote, for a better life or a better lifestyle. So that's being said, you really have to start small and keep working out on those small things. So you reach those goals that you're looking for and then jump to the next small goal and the next small goal and the next small goal. And eventually you're going to look back and you're going to be miles away from where you were and you're going to be a lot 
better goals than you ever thought you were going to be because of the fact that you took time to really just focus and isolate yourself into these small goals. So it becomes more obtainable for a better life. I know a lot of people don't think about it. (laughs) It is what it is, but it's super cool to be a part of and to really just find something that really makes you happy, regardless of what everybody else thinks about it, regardless of like people not supporting you, regardless of the fears that you have, regardless of all that stuff, and to just obtain it and just to be the best you you can be, you know? It really takes that time. (laughs) And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be, I'm not opposed nor, I'm not going to say that I'm opposed nor for like smoking weed or like thinking that it's like a cure-all or nothing like that. But me personally, like I just like to smoke weed. Uh, I also like to drink, you know, so like (laughs) random, but, um, so like there's a lot of benefits to it for me as far as for like smoking weed. Um, and that kind of helps me mentally. So like mentally it helps me because it's like I have ADHD and, um, I really have problems relaxing. Like if I relax, I feel like I'm not doing enough. So I'm like, and I just stress myself out until the point where I'm just like not okay. And I just burn myself out so much faster. So I just quit doing whatever I'm doing because I just feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough. So like smoking weed for me is like one of those things that really helped me out in that sense. And then with my ADHD, like smoking buds really puts me into focus to be able to look at what I need to look at and work through what I need to work through. So like for you guys, I mean, I don't know how many, how many of you smoke weed. Um, if you guys aren't somebody that supports it, that's okay. I'm definitely, I'm definitely not going to judge you for it. Uh, for those people who do smoke weed, you guys should totally let me know what is a good weed that we can use. Um, for like ADHD or relaxation, um, for me personally, I like to smoke sativas, but an indica is definitely not something I'm not opposed to. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I'm not against indicas. I can smoke some indicas and relax, uh, but I personally like sativas. But what are your favorite weeds? What's something that you like to smoke that makes uh, your time like at work or like? Um, makes your time a little bit easier and that helps you in the long run. Um, it's crazy. And like, when, since we're getting into smoking weed and I don't feel like I've talked to myself, I talked about myself enough. Uh, um, I also work at a uh, marijuana farm. It's called Burnt River Farms here in Ontario. Well, it's the dispensary is in Ontario, Oregon. The farm is in Huntington, Oregon. And it's such a super cool place to work. I love working there. I'm the manager of their like joint department. And like my team is like the best team ever because ugh, they're my team. No, I'm just playing. But they're super dope. Like amazing people. Uh, we all like tried our best to work and try to get through the things that we need to get through. Like, I don't really have a lot of issues. They're super amazing people. But, like, I feel like my the environment that I work in really benefits that aspect, too. Because, like, everyone on the farm that I work with, it's like they're always trying to, like, either, like, push themselves, push other people to really get up there and do these numbers. And it's, like, a newer business. So, like, 
everybody's just trying to like learn as we go and it just kind of makes it a more family warm feel even with people we don't necessarily talk to a lot so like where I work at really helps me um mentally and it's super dope man like that's the benefit of working on a farm also is that like bro we see so much weed and so like we'll see like like tons of it, man. Like I've I've literally taken like four hundred pounds out of a fucking van once. Um, it was crazy, but you know it's a farm, so you do what you do. Uh, I'm not gonna go into details, obviously, but it's cool. Like we see so many awesome strains when we like are like sitting there working with stuff. Like uh, I I think there was one called Red Velvet Cake, and the buds were like literally red, and it smelled like velvet cake. It was just insane. Uh, I've worked with like White Widow and. Uh, I don't know, blueberry muffins and GMO cookies and all the other like, you know, like popular strains as well. And there's some really cool ones. I really do like the GMO cookies, um, breath strains. So like pie breath, uh, Mendo breath, I don't know, all those other strains. There's so many cool ones that I really enjoy. And, uh, that's basically what I do there. As far as for weed, I know it's random that I brought this up, but I just felt like it was something that helps mentally to kind of bring you into that aspect. And I just felt like, I, you know, I really do just love my job. So I just wanted to kind of talk about that for like a little bit. Not too crazy, but, you know, that's just how life is, man. And so like for me, uh, smoking weed personally has benefited me a lot because I'm able to like focus more and before I used to take like Ritalin I think in like third grade or whatever and like when I would take medications I I absolutely I actually don't like taking pills at all I'm not that kind of person like I'll take an ibuprofen if I have to or if I'll take like you know like I don't know um NyQuil stuff like that when I'm sick but for the most part I absolutely don't like to go to the doctors I don't like to uh, take medications that people try to tell me that I need to take, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's not me. I've never been that kind of person. Um, you know, I'm more like seven up Sprite and then, you know, Abuelita coming in and like with the little egg and praying over me and cracking it into the water and just hoping for the best. But I don't know, maybe that's just because of my Mexican roots. I don't know. But, um, so I, I, when I was taking like Ritalin and stuff, I always felt like a zombie, or I was 10 times more hyper and there was never an in-between where I was just calm. But when I smoke weed and like I'll go to, I'm not saying I do this at work, but like when I smoke weed and I'm doing work, you know, like I feel like I'm uh, I'm more focused. I can kind of get through my day. I can really put things together and like really just do my job in the best way that I can, you know. And it's really just been a more beneficial thing. It's really been helping me mentally to just become more focused and more driven and more organized in what I do. So that's something that I do. I like to smoke weed. I'm not necessarily saying that anybody has to. If you feel that medications are better for you, exercise, whatever it is that you do to help you through it, that's awesome. You know what? I feel like you guys should just put down in the comments what it is you like to do to help yourself become more motivated. Um, Also put in the comments of like what it is that you like to do. That's just all around better for you. You know, like what, where are, 
You know, like how do you go about your day to make yourself become more focused in becoming a better you? What are some of the goals that you have to that you want to achieve that maybe you're too afraid or insecure to 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 bring forward? You know, there's a lot of people out there. You're not alone in what you're doing. So it's just something I want to know more about you. And also, you know, I think we're going to go ahead and put this in an end. So <laughs> I also want to know what it is do you guys want me to talk about next? Like what what are some questions that you have that you want me to talk about? Anyways, um, I feel like I've talked enough about myself. I feel like I've talked enough about this kind of topic. So hit me up. Drop a comment and let's go ahead and just have ourselves a bomb ass day. All right. And again, my name is Eric, a.k.a. Higher Thinking, a.k.a. The Small Town Loser. And I hope that y'all have a wonderful, amazing day. Peace.